right, ready to go. Three, two, one. You ready, Carl? I was born ready. No, you were not. Uh, yeah, well, no, you were yeah. not. Uh, I'm super excited, man. Today is, um, you know, normally we do the show, we'll do like Boondock Underground, and we have our sports, we have our politics show, mm -hmm. we have a bunch of different shows. Yeah. Today, I think we're just going to we're gonna throw it out, we're going to put it across all mediums, right? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Does I mean, that mean I can't swear? I wouldn't. Just, okay. <laughs> I mean, you can, since you already did, but I would. Yeah. from this point on, I'm going to start deducting out of your paycheck. Okay, now. that's fair. All right, so you'll be, you'll be sub at the so. end of this thing. Uh, I'm excited, man, because I have uh, one of my favorite dudes of all time here, Carl. Yes, that's me. <laughs> but even more so... <laughs> My one of my most favorite dudes in the world is Marcus Allen, and he's yes. here today. Give it up for Marcus. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, and also my man Cameron Matthews is here. Yes. Yeah. Now, if you don't know who Cameron Matthews is, right this second, you will in about about oh, 15 minutes because we're gonna exactly tell you everything about Cameron, and we're gonna tell you why Mark is here, but. The biggest reason is because we're celebrating this big new movie that just came out, Notorious Nick. Mm -hmm. It's a true story about Nick Newell. We'll get into it in just a few minutes, but just in case you haven't seen the previews and you haven't checked out the trailer, here it is right here. Come on, come on, move it like you mean it. Wrestle, Nick. Nick, let me show you. You only need your right hand to pull this off. Yep. Not bad. So this is mixed martial arts? We're not MMA fighters, but we're wrestlers. The best foundation to start with. He's pinned, he's pinned. Hey, you here for the tryout? I can't fight this guy. Nice going. I watch you train every day. You ready? You can go pro. This kid's the real deal. Every fighter that he's taken on has been legit. And he has not lost. I can't stop. You're a sideshow. You're giving real fighters a bad name. The sideshow's about to beat your The XFC is denying your right to fight. I want to be heard. Nick's a contender for the title. This is his shot. He's proven that he can handle it. No, let me, no, let me. Nick has the right to have the career he wants to pursue. If you love something, you have to work twice as hard as everyone else. Nick Newell against Rich Riddles for the lightweight championship belt. You me now. Fight. I ain't come this far to lose. Remember what we practiced. Stand up for yourself. You can do it, Nick. How many punches am I gonna have to take before I get rid of the ground? A few. But you got a thick skull. All right. What did you think about the trailer? Dude, that was so sick. <laughs> right? I can't, right? I really need to see this. Uh, you do. Oh you you really do. You didn't get a chance to come to the big premiere. I didn't. I'm so bummed, night. man. That's all right. That's uh. all right. But we did go to the premiere uh, just the other night. Marquez Allen, uh, producer of the movie uh, Notorious Nick. Man, how in the heck did you get involved with this movie, man? Man, it all started because I got arrested for driving. <laughs> <laughs> laugh as we may, it changed my life. So I'm just putting that. Let me start with the PSA. That's if, my nervous laugh. Right? <laughs> if you think you have a problem with something or bad habits, get them out of the way. Sure. Good things will come. Uh, yeah. PSA done. Yeah, there you go. Um, so I, we did talk about it a little bit off the air. So you, you did go through this little thing where you had a little bit of a, uh, a situation um, and you were given some vacation time. Right. And, and then you had, and then you, you uh, went ahead and picked up this project, right? Yeah. So tell us about the project. All right. So uh, some friends of mine, Joe Carnahan, who makes movies, called and said, dude, yeah. you should start thinking about making movies instead of talking about them. And then he put that seed out into the universe. And then Howard Bird, a mutual friend of ours, called. He was just coming off Mother's Day. Uh, you know, yeah. $25 million movie, Jennifer Aniston, Kate Hudson, lots yeah. of other great, uh, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. Crushing okay. it right now. Um, and said, hey, I got this project called Notorious Nick. Would you like to be involved with it? And so I jumped on. He allowed me to be a, a minuscule, tiny 
associate producer on it. Uh, and the godfather of the movie is also Mark DeSalle, who uh, brought MMA to America to audiences with Bloodsport when he started out. Yeah. Um, so they brought me aboard the team, and lo and behold, here we are talking about a movie we made four uh, years oh, later. Man. It's not just that, though, Carl. Uh, my man, Mark, is being very, very, he's, he's, he's playing down his role in the movie. Being humble. Because it wasn't just producer. My man was acting in the movie, oh, too. Oh, snap. Yes. Yeah? So okay. explain how it is that you were able to get, because I, I, I heard through the grapevine. Yeah. Also, you telling somebody I overheard that. Yeah. Uh, was that you weren't originally going to be in the movie That's as one right. of the announcers. What, how'd that go down? That's right. And I was acting because I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> Look at what you started. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Well, yes. You're allowed to say whatever you want, Mark. <laughs> no, the way you guys were able to edit it in there with that board, like it sounded like I just dropped the F-bomb. That was seamless. You know how I do. So the, the actual announcer of the... Uh, uh, match and by the way if you haven't seen it just google notorious nick wins the world championship um that guy was going to be the announcer and oh, then a few okay. days before um some negotiations went sideways you just jump in there so <laughs> i jumped in and it's acting because i don't know what the hell i was talking about uh, you, i thought you did really really good um look he's got him in a rear naked <laughs> choke yeah that, 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 the rear naked choke sounded like you might have just heard that term just before they turned the cameras on right. hey but other than that you and gary Gelfan. Knocked it out of the park, man. Plus, you guys look good on screen. No, nah, but you know, Gary's my boy. I like, Gary and I have been hanging out for years. We used to do Good Evening Sacramento together. Yeah. Haven't mm -hmm. worked together for years. And then to get to hang out like that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, like I said at the premiere, Gary, like three days after wrapping that role, found out that he had leukemia. Second bout. Yeah, second oh, survival man. rate's not that great. No, not when you're an adult. Oh, and yeah. here he is doing I great. Know, so. I know. <sighs> have you heard about how he's how he's coming along now? Is he, he's in full remission? Or yeah, what? he's done. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, like That's any huge. kind of the side effects from the medications are, are starting to go away. He's doing great. That's I don't know. Awesome. Wow. I probably shouldn't good. be speaking for him. I probably yeah. just violated him. <laughs> yeah. <all kinds> of, <laughs> There's some HIPAA laws. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? As long as he's vaccinated, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> he's all good. One of the uh, stars in the movie. Uh, was this kid who who kind of who jumped out, off the screen? I always wanted to say that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it really happened, it's but true. I always wanted to say it. I'm not kidding around. Uh, Cameron Matthews, um, who plays was it, is it Abby? Is it he play Abby? Abby. Abby. Yep. Abby. Either way, uh, I'm watching it, and uh, you like completely took over the dude. You took over the film. Like for the half the you were like in for the first full half of the film. And, uh, and and we won't tell anybody what happens, but it, he's in the movie, and just from the very beginning, bro, you commanded the screen. Now, when you were reading for that part and you were filming that part, did it feel like that, or was it? Were you like a little bit nervous about the whole thing? Yeah, I just want to let the audience know I did pay him twenty dollars to say that first. <laughs> so twenty, I, you gave me a ten. No, we'll talk about money. Yeah, uh, no, man, it was it was it was it was a it was an honor to play that role, especially because the man he was he was an actual person. You yeah, know? and yeah. I think when you get roles like that, uh, every role you take serious, especially when it's somebody who was on this earth and mm -hmm. has a family and, and really made an impact. So uh, I, I I took that role with knowing the weight that came from behind it and knowing how important he was. I didn't I never got to meet the man, unfortunately, but I yeah. know the impact that he made on the main character, on the lead, uh, just because I got to see a little bit behind the scenes about Nick Newell. And uh, I got the vibe from him, man. And uh, when you read a script, you... you it's your job as the artist, as the actor, to take those lines and make it an actual thing to yeah. create with it. So I, I was less lucky, too, because I had such a you, you said it. So I'm going to start with the two. I had such a badass uh, cast with me. <laughs> yeah. like, I got to work with some amazing. Let it fly, dog. Yeah, <laughs> man. Come on. Press the buttons. I told you to be over here. Let's go. <laughs> I, I had such an amazing cast. So it, it came natural. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and I put a lot of work in. I've been at this for 10 years. So it's, uh, you know, my, my background's theater. And, uh, you know, when you're on stage, there there's no cuts. There's no timeouts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to live in those moments. Yeah. And uh, I like to take that with me whenever I perform. And, uh, yeah, man, I like to live in the moment. Well, was that, do, do you do you prefer uh Theater or do you do you prefer movies? That's a great question. You know, uh, theater is always going to be my my heart. It's where I started. It's where I got my start. I I will always give it to theater for that. I think it's probably the true. And I'm I know I'm gonna start. I know I'm gonna start some stuff with this. I think it's the truest <laughs> form yeah. of acting. Uh -huh. yeah. uh, but I love me some. I love me some film. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's the machine behind it. There's so many pieces to cogs to this wheel. Right. And when it comes together like we just did with Notorious Nick, mm -hmm. it's to watch it on a big old screen like that and like you know have your family with you. You know you don't 
don't always get to do that with theater, and uh, this will live forever. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, the the uh, I'm not I'm not kidding. And we're gonna come back and talk with uh, Cameron some more about his his role. But but I was I was really struck by how good your performance was, Thanks, man. Sir. Seriously, I was I was like, and then when I saw you after, I was like, oh shit, it's him. <laughs> uh, there he is. I'm here, uh, guys. I'm and, a- <laughs> I mean, and, and I was like, and I've interviewed Mark knows we've interviewed like every star on planet Earth, but but I was like, oh, I was starstruck. I'm like, this dude was really good, man. <laughs> You just don't see that every day. Uh, oh, all right, another I'll, $20. I'll gush, yeah, I'll gush over <laughs> you a little bit later. Uh, so for people who, who don't uh, quite know, because the movie, when does the movie open up in uh, theaters? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. No, are we saying, I mean, because yes. we're recording this, so are we talking about tomorrow? Uh, or yeah, Thursday? well, it opens this weekend, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, now, <laughs> now streaming everywhere. Yeah, now, yeah, streaming yeah. in theaters. Uh, so um, it, explain to everybody what, what, the, uh, what the, the base of the movie is, basically. All right, so Nick Newell was born with a congenital amputation. That means missing most of one of his arms. Yeah. Uh, definitely no hand. So if you're going to be a wrestler, that's a huge <laughs> yeah. setback. Yeah, uh, maybe. <laughs> his mom is a single mom, just trying to do the best she could to get him through life. And so this movie is more of a mother-son against the world, yeah. more blindside than it is an yeah, MMA film. Dope. Although it's very pure, very orthodox in its approach to MMA, it's also very much a mother-son against the world and about friendship. Yeah, I yeah I did notice that it, it uh, the action in it is legit. It's real. I mean, it, you feel like you're in an actual MMA fight, which is which is good because sometimes if it's too choreographed or you don't have the right people involved, it can look a little cheesy and it, yeah. it comes off bad. Or they go too heavy on one side of the story. I thought this one really struck the balance of having that relationship with best friend, mm-hmm. mom, uh, and then later on with dad and with coach mm-hmm. and uh, and then with actual having like real MMA type fights and, and having that action. And I thought the 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 touch with his dad was 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 pretty cool there as well. And then when the coach at first I can't give it away, but at first it looked <laughs> like the coach was going to dog him, and then it, and then the coach came around. I, that was just uh, it was it was almost emotional for me. I don't allow myself to cry, but it, I almost did. Well, you don't have any emotions. So I, I know, I know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Um, all right, here here's what we're gonna do. So we uh, we got some special guests that are gonna come on the show as well. So we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we'll uh, thank our sponsors and everything else, and then we'll come right back in just a few minutes with Cameron Matthews and Marcus Allen from the brand new movie Notorious Nick. Make sure you keep it right here. Hey, what's up? It's Boondock. I need you to check out Milestone. Milestone is by far the best place for brunch on the weekends or lunch during the week. Whether it's a consistently changing interpretation of fried chicken and waffles or classics like fried green tomatoes, fish and chips, or probably the best damn selection of salads that you've ever, ever seen. Seriously, take my word for it. Milestone is the community's gathering place for brunch, lunch, and dinner. And you should definitely check out the cocktail bar for the best Bloody Marys or Tiki Tuesday. Go check them out. Milestone inside Town Center in El Dorado Hills. We're back. We're back. We are here talking about the brand new movie, Notorious Nick. Out in theaters. You can stream it. Check it out. We have producer Mark S. Allen. Probably haven't heard of him before, especially if you're local uh, in this area. You haven't had a chance to hear from him before. Look no. at the crime blotter. You'll see my name pop up from time to time. <laughs> it's there. YouTube. YouTube. It. You'll be able to see. Uh, and we have Cameron Matthews here as well, who's one of the stars of the film, uh, who I thought stole the film, and I'm still waiting for my other 20. I uh, know. Uh, Memo. Memo. <laughs> yeah, please do. And uh, joining us on the phone right now, this is the man. This is the, this is the, the person who the movie was actually about. Ladies and gentlemen, Notorious Nick News! Notorious Nick. Man, it's going really good. So, Nick, I had a chance to check out this movie last night. And uh, I have to say, I knew about your story before the movie. Um, and then watching the movie, I, I, I really got to get a real appreciation for, for uh, what you accomplished and what you did in the sport. Uh, tell me, when you, they first approached you about doing this uh, story about you on the big screen, what were your thoughts? What went through your mind? Hey, uh, I thought it was fake. I thought, <laughs> I thought someone was playing a joke on me. And, uh, and, and then obviously, you know, I went back with my people that were close to me and I was like, Oh man, this, these guys really are like who they say they are. And, uh, and they've done some pretty amazing films and, and got a lot of great work done. So 
I started watching um, some of the other movies. Obviously, I've seen Bloodsport. I've seen Kickboxer. Um, I watched Four Minute Mile, and I just really liked uh, a lot, of, a lot of the stuff. I was like, "This is great!" and uh, and we figured something out that worked for for us. And I said, "Hey, let's get this going." When you were watching the movie, um, did you at any point uh, ever get? Uh, did you ever ever get emotional about the movie? Um. I mean, <laughs> obviously, it's kind of weird seeing a movie about yourself. Yeah. And and, uh, and obviously, there were parts where uh, it got me a little choked up, brought back some memories, and and uh, you know, it's 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 surreal. The whole the whole process is really pretty surreal. Uh, talking with Nick Newell, who is the uh, the 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 whole point of this movie, Notorious Nick. The the movie is about him. It's his life. Um, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, you'll get a chance to check it out now. Notorious Nick. Uh, Nick, when you when you won that bout, the one that they showed in the movie at the end, um, tell us what was going through your mind because we saw the emotion that came out, and I thought the actor captured it pretty well. But what was the emotion going through your head? Yeah, I was, I mean, I was like, if you, if you watch it, so the, the, the guy in the movie is, uh, Rich Reynolds, right? And he's a big, big time jerk, a big, like movie bad guy. The guy in, in real life, Eric Reynolds is actually a pretty nice guy. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, actually a really top, top notch guy. But obviously, it's a movie, so he'll he'll understand, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but I, he was scary. He was scary in the fact that um, that he had been on a really hot streak. He just beat a jujitsu world champion. He beat um, a guy that was a top level striker in a, in a kickboxing match. And uh, you know, he's been in there with the best in the world. He fought Eddie Alvarez, who was a UFC champion, went to the third George Masvidal third round, and. Uh, and when I beat him, it was like, I beat him quick. I beat him faster than anyone. And it, it, I surprised myself, <laughs> honestly, like my, my coaches told me what I was going to do and, and, and how it was going to go down. And, and I trust them, you know, but like still you always, sometimes you just have that little bit of nerves, you know, this is a very dangerous man. I'm staring across yeah. the cage at and, um, and it was like a ball of emotions when I got done because I was like, holy crap, you know, like I did it. Like I wasn't even sure to myself that I'd be able to do it and I got it done. So I was, uh, I was in a little bit of shock. When you were growing up and you had to deal with adversity and, you know, kids maybe being cruel to you and things like that, there were, were there times, the movie suggests that there are times when you wanted to give up. And I got to imagine that that has to be the case. Were there times when you wanted to give up? And if that's the case, what is it that kept you uh, going along? Yeah, I mean, 100% the um, prosthetic arm part and the ki- and was uh, true and the kid making fun of me at wrestling was true. And, uh, you know, and the, um, those were very like things that stick out to me still to this day, you know, I was like trying to just get along in wrestling practice and just be treated like a normal person. And I had this guy calling me elbow and, and making fun of me. And, and, you know, I'm at the park and some guy says he doesn't want me playing with my brother cause I have one hand Jeez. or playing with his brother, you know? And it's like, even though I was little, all those things like kind of resonated with me. And I was like, what do you mean? because my whole life I, I like, uh, you know, I was lucky enough to have some pretty good people around me that didn't treat me any different or didn't look at me like, or didn't baby me because I had one hand or, or shelter me. I was allowed to go out and get dirty and, and get hurt and do things that normal kids do. So when these people are telling me I can't be something or can't do something because of the way I was born, it was, it was abnormal to me I didn't get like pep talks growing up like you can do anything you want you can do this I just assumed you know I looked on TV I saw Jim Abbott and I was like hey man this guy's out here doing it so can I that's awesome hey Nick it's Mark uh, I just want to thank you again for giving us the opportunity to uh, tell your story I you know Keith was talking about talking to stars earlier and about how nervous he was with this particular situation same thing we talked to all of these big Hollywood stars I've never been more nervous than I was <laughs> when I flew out to Connecticut to meet you for the first time and like I'm, I'm trying to warm you up and say you know I, I've done stuff I, I used to have my own show on Comedy Central <laughs> yep. and the first thing you said was 
but you're not funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that by chance? Yeah, I was just, I was just, I was, I was telling a joke. <laughs> you are ridiculously funny. People need to know that about you. Uh, something else that struck me about you, uh, people that I look up to are people that have the same friends when they've done big things in life that they had when they were kids. They haven't shed them. They keep those people around. And you're that kind of guy. So you were nice enough to invite me to hang out with you and some friends and just kind of a friend and family get together one time. I'm wondering what was their reaction when the trailer dropped and they saw your life story oh, about just, to blow they up. They just make fun. Of, my friends just make fun of me. Right, <laughs> right. Good friends. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, big Hollywood guy, you can you can still hang out with us." That's awesome, <laughs> nice. man. Uh, hey, this- I, I said like I sent that my my town is playing it, and I sent the guys a thing. I said, "Hey, let's you guys want to go see it with me? I'm gonna go at like this time." And uh, they're like, what, no red carpet? They're like, what are you <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick, we won't take up too much more of your time, man. I got one final one for you. Um, in, this, in the movie, it talks, you know, we talk about your best friend, Abby, right? Can you, can you uh, tell us uh, just, just a few seconds, can you uh, tell us a little bit about your, your best friend that uh, you had growing up and how he helped you through some of those uh, times of adversity? Yeah, well, um, Abby Mestre is uh, like, a pivotal person in my life. And, uh, I actually met him when I was a little bit older in, in like the, the real, real story. But, um, the impact he had on my life was, was like, I've known him my entire life and he was so close with, with everyone that knew me. And, and, and really he was like one of the first, one of the most important people in giving me confidence and, and really teaching me to relax. I was really like pent up about a lot of things and I was nervous and I had like anxiety and I expected to, um, like all these things. And, 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 you know, I, I, I wasn't, when I started wrestling, I wasn't very good and I worked really hard, really, really hard. I had a friend, um, Pete Benzavanga. He, he also actually passed away, which is unfortunate. And he encouraged me to wrestle all year round. And then I wrestled all year round and I was good. And then I expected all these people to, um, like expecting something to me. And I fell short at States my senior year. And I, I, I went after I graduated, I went to college and I met Abby and he was a little older than me. And he kind of took me under his wing and, and taught me a lot of things about wrestling, but not just that, just uh, things about life. And for like the next almost 10 years, he, me and him were like inseparable. We did like a lot of things together and, uh, and, and we trained together like every single day. I remember I was making my pro debut and I had weird hours at my work and he would meet me like at the strangest hours to help me get ready. He was always like 15, 20 minutes late, but he would still meet me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and it's, it's the impact that he had on my life is, is for, forever changed me. And I, I still keep in contact with his mom and, uh, and I'm, and they did justice by it. you did they you guys did a great job in doing justice to his life and his character and how important he was in in my life for me um to become who I am when I wouldn't even I, I don't know if I'd be where I am today if it wasn't for him you know, I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up. I, I'll, I lied to you. I got one last one with you. Cameron Matthews, who plays Abby in the movie, is sitting right here with us. Do you have anything you want to say to him about his uh, portrayal of your uh, of your best friend there? I, honestly, I, I think I think he did he did such a good job, and and um, you know, I, I get a little choked up when I see, mm-hmm. even though it's him and it's not Abby, but the fact that he's on the screen and he's getting honored is like more important than anything that happened with me in, in that movie. And, and I think back and I think of all the good times we had and I think about like, this is kind of sad, but like carrying his casket and stuff like that. And it makes me like yeah really emotional. I think about, um, you know, where I was, I know where I was. My, um, my coach actually called me up. Jeremy called me up to give me the news. He's like, Hey, I, I was in Las Vegas for um, a fight related thing and he was like, Nick, I, I, I don't want to ruin your trip, but I don't want you to find out on the internet, you know? And he told me and it, it's maybe like the most I've ever cried in my life. You know, I, I couldn't, I didn't even leave my hotel room unless I had to. Yeah. 
and uh and it was it was horrible so to see him like immortalized like that and in the film is like it means a lot and and you did a great job man you should be proud of yourself and and i think that you'll be getting a lot more roles after this uh, he's you can go, if you can talk you can talk but you can talk back to him if you want that's a that that's that's some high high praise mm-hmm. man uh yeah uh hey what's up nick this is cameraman uh that is uh, i'm yeah that 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 means a lot to me bro uh, i never got to meet you man and obviously i never had the pleasure of meeting abby but uh, this was not something i took lightly uh this was somebody who i i respect dearly i respect your story you're a badass and um what you just told me right now it means more than what anybody else can say i don't care what happens after that i don't care what goes on with this movie obviously i want this movie to do amazing and it is but uh what you just said right now man was as an artist is is what you want and it's what you you look forward to and uh thank you thank you for um for uh saying what you said it's uh it was a honor and a privilege to play this role um yeah thank you brother yeah, I, I appreciate it. The only thing is they left out is how much of a ladies' man he was. Uh, <laughs> ooh, wait, 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 Nick, you didn't get that, man, with the bike? Remember when I was talking about the bike and I was looking at it, I was like, the ladies dig the bike. Yeah. Oh, prequel. <laughs> oh, uh, pre- come on. Come yeah. on now. There you go, man. No, thank Nick, you, Nick. Newell, I appreciate it, man. Uh, Notorious Nick is the movie. You'll get a chance to check it out. And um, it, it was an honor to have you, man. It was an honor to uh, watch the movie and see your story unfold. Mark. Mark, uh, who's a friend of mine, was talking about this. He had a lot of passion when he was telling me about it. So I know this was a, a big uh, a, a passion thing for him, a big passion project. And uh, to hear Cameron talk about it as well, I know it was passionate for him. So thank you so much for your story, and thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thank you, brother. Thanks. Appreciate you. Yeah, thanks for having me. And, and uh, you know, obviously you guys are plugging the movie, so I don't have to. <laughs> I, I know I know it's going to be a big hit, and, and it's going to lead to a lot of great things for you guys. So congratulations and thank you for all your hard work I appreciate that Nick Newell right there who is uh, the subject of the movie Notorious Nick which you can check out in theaters you can check it out on streaming we'll get you all the information uh, and we're going to take another quick break and then we'll be right back right here with Marcus Allen and my man who just probably is not able to uh, even speak now (laughs) man Uh, Cameron Matthews um, who is a fantastic actor in the movie Uh, we'll be right back in just a couple of minutes Hey, what's up? It's Boondock here with you, and I want to let you know about the Podcast Lounge EDH. We are a full-service recording studio, so if you have some podcast ideas, you have a creative idea, you want to come in and record that show, you can do that. You also have the ability to come in and do something similar to that if you're a business. If you have a business that you want to get the word out about, you can come in weekly, monthly, daily, and you can use our services. I will host it or you can host it, and then we will edit and produce it if you'd like to. Full service, 100%. Go to thepodcastloungeedh.com for more information. You can also see all of our shows on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube right there on the front page. Full service recording studio with audio, with video, and full editing and producing as well. Thepodcastloungeedh.com. Go check it out. I'll be honest with you, Carl. I'm probably not going to get over the, the music part of it. I'm just Dude, the first time I'm using this music on this. This is sick yeah. music, man. I, know. I was just going to say. I know. I know. You don't have yeah. to say. Okay. You should say it. So, but the wait, reason why. Am I going to say or no? No, I don't want you to say anything. Okay. Um, you're doing just fine. They're nodding. Why, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have a very expressive nod. Just yeah, you, do, you do. You do. You yeah. do. Uh, welcome to the big show here. Uh, we are here with uh, Marcus Allen. We're here with my man who's finally now back to i think he's back to good I, back. I, 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 I think he's back to good yeah. uh cameron matthews who plays abby in the film notorious nick and we have producer of the film on the phone right now mark desal hello mark how are you where you mark i am i am great how you guys doing uh we're doing pretty good so we we have a, a running uh bet uh going right now to to <laughs> talk about who actually saw this story first? Was it you or was it somebody else? How did this happen? How did it, it come about? It, it was actually uh, my buddy Howard, Howard Bird. He, uh, he saw a picture in the paper of Nick Newell, you know, winning the championship. And uh, he sent to me, he said, wow, we should do, we should do this movie. I said, well, you know, let's, 
let's talk to him and see if it's worth doing. I mean, we got on the phone with Nick, and uh, he told us immediately that this is a story that needed to be told, uh, a great inspirational story, and also the fact that Bloodsport was his favorite movie of all time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It didn't hurt either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's been a running theme, the distributor. It's our favorite movie of all time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we just got together. We hired writers. And, uh, you know, we, uh, we, we uh, actually did a labor of love with this film. We watched it. We had a chance to uh, to screen it last night, and um, I, I didn't know exactly what to expect. I'm an MMA fan, um, so not only for me when I was watching it, uh, the MMA part of it, the action part of it, uh, gripped me. It was it was good. It was authentic, um, but the the story behind it, all of the uh, emotional stuff, the the story with his mom, the story with his best friend, with his coach. Um, I thought it was all very well balanced. Who comes up with who comes up with with those kind of decisions to make sure that the movie is flowing properly like that? I, I'm guessing it's probably someone like you who's who's done movies and has been successful your entire career, right? Yes, uh, me and and also my producer partners. You know, we worked on this thing for a long, long time, and then every day, you know, we constantly changed the script and we added scenes when uh, you know we needed. Uh, you know, like I said, it was truly a labor of love. You know, we put our heart and soul into it, and I think that's why you feel the emotion. I think, uh, you know, all the scenes that are left in there, uh, the actors did an incredible job and performances on making them seem so real and true. And, you know, they were based on facts, but uh, still, they, they pulled it off. We just got through talking to Nick uh, Newell, and he just got through saying that um, he loved the way it was done, and uh, as we were talking uh, to Cameron, who's sitting here with us, he uh, he like he like gushed all over Cameron. Uh, so he's, we just got through crying, Mark. Yeah, it was yeah. truly. It was emotional. very emotional, man. So I think you guys knocked it out of the park with that one. Thank you, thank you so much for that. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. Anything you, anytime you ever need someone to kiss your butt, you just let me know, man. <laughs> I, I got your back because Bloodsport's one of my favorite movies of all time as well. So, um, so being awesome. you're, so you're, we know the name from from uh, from earlier movies and obviously Bloodsport and everything else. Uh, can you tell us because I'm always curious to to people that have been in the industry for a long time. What was the what was the, your favorite movie when you were making it back in the day when you were making movies? Um, the, the the best one in your mind, the most favorite, the the one you had the best time with making over your long career. Oh, the one one that I made. Yeah. Oh wow, that's hard. You know, they're like movies are like children. You know, it's very hard to pick your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I got you my know? favorite sitting right here in the room with me. I I pick her all the time. <laughs> Well, you know what? I gotta, I gotta say, if I had to lean to one, you know, it would certainly be Bloodsport. That was my first movie, yeah. and uh, it became, uh, you know, uh, an underground big success. You know, so so many fans today uh, from it. So, and it affected a lot of people. I mean, people tell me stories how, wow, they moved to LA to study martial arts after they watched Bloodsport. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, the, the the Gracie brothers told me, you know, after Bloodsport, we thought of the idea to for the MMA, you know. So wow. talk about a film having an effect like that, that it was one of the reasons the MMA was created. Uh, so these are wonderful stories to hear. You know, film impacts people in many, many ways. So um, we try to do inspirational ones. Hey, Mark, I'm going to jump in. And this is so surreal sitting in Keith Brooks' studio asking an entertainment question like I do for a living yeah. on the other side of the job. So, Mark, I, I love talking to you, meeting you on the phone, and then when I met you for the first time on the set, I got to see you in action, and I saw you come to life on the day. So let's say 10, 20 movies from now, 10, 20 years from now, when you, when you think back or look back to the making of Notorious Nick, what's the one day that crystallizes it, the one day you'll always remember? You know what? When, uh, when the kids were brought to the set, who had the disability mm -hmm. that, I mean, you know, uh, that really took me, you know, to a whole complete level. You know, when they wheeled in that one kid, remember he had no, no arms, no legs. Mm. And, uh, you didn't even know how to greet somebody like that, you know? And 
and the fact that he loves movies and he was also saying how he loves blood sports. It's true. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, that's something that that's very special. Uh, and that's the one thing I would say, you know, besides all the fun and hard work and everything on actually making a movie, but that was one thing that was very special. Mark DeSalle, producer of this particular movie, Notorious Nick, also Bloodsport and others as well. We really appreciate your time. I know you're on your way to dinner right now. I was tempted to ask you what kind of awesome car you're driving, but I think that's your own business. I'm not going to even bother with it. Uh, but we really appreciate your time, and uh, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for your interest in the film, and appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Thanks, Mark. Thank you, Mark. Okay. Mark. Right, uh, there is Mark DeSalle right there. How on earth did uh, did you convince him to let you be part of the movie, Mark? <laughs> so, well, I mean, truth be told, and I think they'd all jump in. So Notorious Nick was a great idea. They brought me on as an associate producer. Yeah. Um, but it started to stall. And most movies do. Like, mm -hmm. they don't. They fail to launch, most of them. Mm -hmm. um, and it started to stall. And so I was in a meeting, and the, the film fund group was still there. And I said, I've got an idea for a movie that we could make on an infinitely smaller budget and a one-location shoot, which makes it simpler. means you're probably going to land on budget, stay on budget. Yeah. They said, all right, let's do it. So we started making that movie, Apparition. Before we had even wrapped, we had a, uh, a rough cut of the film because it was being edited through the dailies on the day. Sure. Um, and the investor said, this is great. You guys can do this. What else you got? We said, well, we got this MMA movie over here. And they said, you're done. So then I got bumped up to be, uh, you know, equal favorite nice, nation. Nice, man. Dude, I, hey, I'm super That's proud of you. I'm super proud of you, man. All right, because... Uh, because you've dominated this market for such a long time on TV and radio, I was telling I was telling the story uh, to to my partner here and and to others. We were we were having a little discussion about uh, your radio days, and then when you you came back into radio and, uh, <laughs> and you were doing radio again, and I was in the room right next to you, and I remember one particular day you were not having a very good day, and <laughs> and you Keith and I lies, I'm like yeah that's true I'm not making this. Up, but it's for effect, right. I've taken some radio liberties with. And You're I, telling the Hollywood story, yeah. And I'm sitting in in the room at KSFM, getting ready to go on the air, and I I hear some like muffled yelling, and I like, and I open up the door and I see Mark up and down the hall, and I didn't know exactly what was going on, and then he goes back into the studio and shuts the door, and I'm like, what happened? And then I found out later it was just a a discussion that you were having with one of the bosses, the spirited and, debate, yeah. And I said to my partner, I was like, who in the F does this boss think he is talking to Marcus Allen, who's the godfather of radio in this damn town? And, I, and she was like, right? And I'm like, right? Like, what the hell? Uh, so anyway, that was good times. I was pretty thick-skulled, like, and I was so jealous of you because I would listen no. to you. I would practically ear to the door and listen to your breaks. And I'm thinking, that's a guy doing radio and doing so good, whereas I'm like literally one wall away from you saying, that was coming this up at 515, this. That was coming at 518, this. Right? How can you mess that up, right? I was messing it up. Traffic all the tabs. It's going to be good. Oh, my God, dude. Don't forget. Oh, my God. What a, what a, what a garbage show radio turned into. Oh, my God, it's turned into some crazy. Not that there's not a lot of lovely people working there. So, anyway. Uh, all right, check this out. We're going to take one last break, and then we're going to wrap it up with a nice little bow talking about Notorious Nick, Marquez Sound. If you ever do that spooky thing you just did, don't point it towards the board. From experience, I will tell you, Good point. it, it sticks the keys. Good point. No, that's true. I've been thrown out of some studios for that. So, uh, Marcus Allen, Cameron Matthews, we'll be right back. Keep it right here. Hey, what's up? It's Boondock. I need you to check out Milestone. Milestone is by far the best place for brunch on the weekends or lunch during the week. Whether it's a consistently changing interpretation of fried chicken and waffles or classics like fried green tomatoes, fish and chips, or probably the best damn selection of salads that you've ever, ever seen. Seriously, take my word for it. Milestone is the community's gathering place for brunch, lunch, and dinner. And you should definitely check out the cocktail bar for the best Bloody Marys or Tiki Tuesday. Go check them out. Milestone inside Town Center in El Dorado Hills. Back at it. 
This you, new intro, man. Eh, don't get it. used to it. The only reason I'm using this intro is because the other one cusses a lot. <laughs> you know? Awesome music. I, yeah. I just dropped some Molly right before we went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, right. I got I'm the, rolling, uh, <laughs> the, the fingers, sticks, Molly fingers. Yeah. <laughs> perfect, man. Yeah, it's... I feel like I should be dressed in like a leather like thong. You know what I'm saying? With a with a tape over your nipples. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, you know how like some people have I have songs that I want to play every time I walk into any room. I think it's Mickey Avalon, uh the stroke song, you know, where he redoes the stroke and Mickey Avalon. I want that song to play every time I walk into a room. I feel like Careless Whisper would be yours. I've never heard it. Of course you have. Get out. Okay. <laughs> Dare you disrespect George Michael, bro? Uh, all right, listen. Hey, uh, we just had some amazing guests. Nick Newell. We had um, Mark DeSalon as well. And we have Marcus Allen. And we have uh, Mr. Cameron Matthews as well. From the movie Notorious Nick, uh, which you can go check out. Uh, we're going to wrap it up here. Where Where is it that people can see the movie Notorious Nick? Please Select tell. Select L.A., New York. It's beautiful theater in Beverly Hills. And then Country Club Center here in Sacramento. Nice. But it's a brand new theater, so I like that. It is. It Streaming is. everywhere. Apple yeah. TV Plus, And, of course, Amazon Prime. Dude, super mm. um, I want to I want to take a couple minutes uh, for Cameron here because um, I feel like uh, since I'm not kidding around, my daughter's in here as well. Who, by the way, um, is is a, a, an aspiring actress, right? Oh, and uh, she she's she's a little on the shy side, but she is determined, just like she's determined to be a surfer, and she's a gangster surfer, right? So she is. So I said I'm going to talk to Mark. I know he knows some people, so the next time we need a little extra, a little stand-in or something, uh, a little 16-year-old girl, that's that's going to be your girl. September 14th. Save 10 days in September. What, what are yeah. you doing in September, Mr. Yeah. Cameron Matthews? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm working with y'all. He's in our next movie. Oh, are you? Oh, come Sweet. On. What, 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 <laughs> nice. Can you talk about what movie it is? It's Amy's Fuck It List. Come on. Oh, yes. might be one of the only places I can really say <laughs> <Yeah>. what <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm already. Who's in it? Uh, Cameron Matthews. Okay, it's not. Uh, hello. Uh, uh, it's not Amy Schumer, is it? Yeah, no. There's this phenomenal young actress named Allison Gorski that's in it. Uh, just a, a stellar cast. If you see Six and Six, Wilford Land, our last movie. Yeah, she's in that. She's great. Um, and it's like falling down. Remember that movie? Uh, yeah, with uh, Michael Douglas. Yeah, yeah. So flip the script. Only a young millennial woman. Really? Yeah. Oh, what has she got to be pissed about? <laughs> oh, oh, you'll Somebody see. Somebody shut my Twitter down. Oh, you'll see. Oh, I can't wait. Um, yeah, I was gonna tell you. I, I was gonna give. Uh, I'm gonna have everyone give it. Give their uh, Twitter handles and everything else. But I, I was, and you said TikTok, and I, I got blown out of TikTok. They kicked me off. <laughs> oh, what happened? Why am I not surprised? You can only imagine, right? <laughs> I don't know. Here's what I think may have happened. <laughs> I made this video and I I wanted to like make like a like a I take some snippets of the video. It is a video that I my daughter's looking right at me. I made this video <laughs> that probably is not very appropriate for anybody to see, but I put it in my private section, right? It's, and then all no. of a sudden they like said you violated no like, I didn't violate anything. <laughs> and then I'm like Oh shit! I did. Wait, was this that video? Multiple things. Do you remember that video I showed you? That was that video. That video. <laughs> yeah, bad news bears, bro. So yeah, we sorry we left you guys out. If you want to see it later, I will. Yeah. You won't be the same. You will not be the same. Oh, you just think of R. Kelly, and then you'll know. Oh, that. No. Uh, How is your daughter such a class act? I because she's awesomer. You know what I mean? She's just awesomer than me. Uh, so besides this next movie that you're gonna be doing um cameron what what else have you what have you done and what have you got coming in the hopper because after what i saw the other night man you you've got to you're just you're gonna explode there's no doubt thank you brother uh real quick can yeah. i uh may i ask what your daughter's name is yeah go ahead that's isabella I isabella so real quick uh because he was talking about you being shy growing up in south sac i was the shyest kid with a stutter introverted that you have ever met i wouldn't talk to nobody i stayed in the corner like i was so to myself it took a lot to get out of that shell that doesn't need to stop you. If you want to be an artist, you can be an artist. Uh, you have to put your stuff out there. You got to take some classes and, and and you will learn to separate that part. And then eventually over time, you will learn like, oh, damn, I don't like I can still be my introverted self. But like, I don't need to be feeling like I'm, I'm not enough to like put myself on front street and, and get in front of everybody because you'll learn you'll you'll learn that like, oh, I'm I got talent. I'm special. If you believe in it, that's the main thing. So the shy stuff. Don't let that stop you because I'm I was the shyest kid you could, ever could have met. So, 
Uh, I'm so glad you said that, man, because I, I try to tell her that, but for somebody who's actually in the business to say that to her yeah. uh, means a lot because d d she overcomes a lot of that shyness and just does stuff, yeah. uh, but uh, but she's she's really working towards that, and I think that's a great message. Thank you so much, man. Of course. I, really I look that. forward to seeing what you do. Yeah. Um, I got a couple things. I just did a feature called Last Chance Charlene, uh, directed by... Uh, Tony Gapastone. Um, we're hoping to get that into some festivals, Sundance, all the things. So look out for that. I play one of the supporting leads in that as well. I did a film in the Bay Area called Median, uh, directed by Matthew Riuta, and uh, that is that that's in the film festival scene right now. So like nice. it's an indie short film. But I got a, I got a couple of things. I'm working with this man. Anytime I get to work with this legend over here, it's yeah. special. Oh come on, come yeah. on, you know. And I'm a yeah. Southside boy too. too yeah, so like, I this know, guy right? right here. Yeah. Come on. Uh, and I got theater. <laughs> I'm starting. You know, my my foundation's in theater, so I'm starting that up again in 2022. Nice. A play called Passover by Antoinette Nuandu, who's amazing. Look into that if you want. Spike Lee actually directed it, and it's on Amazon Prime if you want to watch. Nice, oh, nice. man, that's yeah. awesome, bro. Yeah. Well, like I said. Um, I, I went in there, wasn't sure exactly what to think, saw it, uh, loved it, and then I, I just was very, I was very struck by your performance, man. Thank you, sir. So, um, so, real talk, real talk. Yeah, go ahead, Carl. Okay, cool. So, like. The moron in the corner with his hand up. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Carl, you know I want to put you on blast for the talk we had earlier, but I'm not going to do that. Oh, please do. <laughs> what, what happened? Man. I forgot. Y'all know, man. We, we had a whole discussion about you don't know who. Oh, what? Kevin Pollock? Come on. Oh, you should tell you said a few good men. Come Dude, on. that's the other thing. Kevin Pollock's in this movie. Uh, Barry Livingston, and, and I asked him, you know who Kevin Pollock is, right? No, I don't know who Kevin Pollock. What the hell are you talking about? Like you, and he's from. In his defense, I'm from Vermont. He's so. from Vermont. <laughs> okay. Also, a slow. You know what I mean? It's the yeah, nicest right. way to put it. Uh, but yeah, I try. I've been trying to stay away from the bad words, but you're slow. Uh, did you have a question? I did. Right, I did. Ask it. Ask it. So when you're like getting into a role, yes, sir. like what's your routine like where do you go in your head and like how do you channel that into mm. your art thinks of you naked is what you yeah oh yeah. nice even before i, I knew you it was i don't know <laughs> yeah. i didn't know I who it was, was like, who weird <laughs> you're so attractive uh no <laughs> that mustache my god <laughs> i know right um no, actually <laughs> how many children have you lured into your van you sicko <laughs> i feel like that could get me arrested <laughs> yeah <it> really <laughs> look into it uh, <laughs> uh actually every character i've ever played including abby i have a playlist i have a um a music a list that i listen to and then it's kind of it, it evolves over time. Even if I hear a song that after the that that uh, character is already done, I'll add to it. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I I uh, it's a lot of time with the script. It's mm -hmm. not really about the memorizing of the lines. I, I you can get stuck as an artist sometimes thinking like I have to say this and then this and this and then move here. And then you you'll see on camera or on stage you're like, man, I'm being a robot. Like I'm not being a person. Mm -hmm. so, like mm -hmm. you want to have those lines. You want to have all that, but you also want it like have a connection and talk yeah, and just be present be in this moment yeah there's a camera there and some lights over there but like let's just if you do something I'm gonna react to it whether it was in the script or not if Mark don't mm -hmm. like it as the director he'll come up and talk to us and like Man, don't do that right? but if he doesn't then we can just play and remember where we are how uh -huh. as a professional you gotta know where your mark is and all that Yeah, but it's really just about I, I say it a lot, but being mindful and present in the moment. Mm -hmm. That includes acting. You know, not don't worry about what, you know, okay, I got to say this. No, no just let's yeah. just talk. And then and I'm, I'm a feel because I'm a human being. I'm a feel what you say and, uh -huh. and let me feel off of me as well. Okay. Let's just, let's just have a conversation together. And uh, I feel like that's the best way for artists and actors to really get into it. Don't. Don't try to like, okay, I got to do Meisner now and really be met. Like, nah, man, just yeah. you're a human being, right? You, you, you had emotions. You know how to do emotions. Mm -hmm. Let's do that. And then his job as a director is to be like, really concentrate on that and focus on that. Yeah. And, uh, improv is great too because then you can just play. Right. Just have fun with it. Worst comes to worst, they cut it out. Not, it worst comes to worst, man. It's going, there's a lot of babies on that floor that you will never see, man. You, hear, so. you, you picking up on all this, babe? You hear it? Yeah, good. Okay, good. Because that's good advice. Um, no, you don't get it. Uh, uh, Mark, uh, thank you so much for coming in, man. Are I you really kidding me? I wanted to thank you guys. I mean, for coming out last night. I know it's Dude. no small investment for you to get down there. Park, go see a movie. It just twenty four dollars to park, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of that. It was twenty four. I was like, "What the twenty four dollars? God damn!" Uh, but no, it, me no, too. Well. Thank you. No, thank you for having us out there. It was a great premiere. 
Uh, dude, the audience was reacting so well. Uh, it, it was so cool to see it with people that that had parts in it and who were behind the scenes in it. And the kid, one of the kids who was the actor in it was sitting right in front of me. And mm -hmm. to see him, I didn't get a chance to see his face, but I could see his excitement when he was watching it. And then everybody, all his family around him were like, you know, giving him a hard time and like rubbing his head. <laughs> like, he doing so good. I wanted to pat him on the back and be like, good job. But I thought it'd be a little creepy. So I did. Uh, but uh, so it, the, the energy was just awesome last night. And then, um, you know, it really, it, I, I'm going to, I want to say this so that so that it, it, it doesn't get lost because we we joke around a lot, but it really couldn't happen to a better person, man. Seriously, Mark, you're a great dude. Oh man, I love you, man. I, I seriously, I do. I love you, and and, and back to you. we've been like buddies for like 20 years, and uh, you've always had my back, and I'll always have yours. So I appreciate you coming in, man. The non-assholes of the world got to lift each other. Up. <laughs> yeah, no, right, exactly. <laughs> so thank you, uh, Notorious Nick. Make sure you go check it out. You can check it out in theaters. You can check it out streaming. And uh, you want to pimp out your uh, your Instagram and oh, everything yeah, real quick? Definitely. Uh, you can get me on Instagram. That's like the main thing I'm on at. Cameron J. Matthews. And, okay. Uh, You'll find me on there. All right. And then Mark, Mark's Mark's the big baller over here with a million people always Not jamming, even, jamming him up. <laughs> at TV Marcus Allen on Twitter. There at TV Marcus Allen on Instagram. Marcus yeah. Allen Show on Facebook. Yeah. He's at the blue check. Coming up here. at 5.15. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're all the tens, man. Uh, hey, uh, why don't you tell them what your Instagram is, Carl? Oh, Jesus. I don't even know if I remember <laughs> You this. don't know like nine um, people following I've got like nine friends. Oh, dude. I have don't like six pictures on it. But it's, <laughs> I know you do. It's something along the lines of the Duke... Uh, I think 66, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's, I that's weak that you don't know, bro. Can you uh, tell I use it all the time? <laughs> I'm I'm Boondock the Entertainer. You, that's real simple. Uh, I'm working towards that blue check mark one of these days, bro. Get it. <laughs> one right. of these days. I just know. Uh, all right, uh, Notorious Nick, make sure you go check it out. Thank you to the guys, and thank you for hanging out, and we'll see you next week. See you. Awesome. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Woo.